Welcome to Mystical Perspectives on Life. I'm your host, Reverend Cindy Paulos. This coming topic is going to be a very interesting one. Today we're going to talk about the presence. I've been involved with the University of Metaphysics for almost a lifetime here, 50 years. The University of Metaphysics is a private theological school. It's a nonprofit, 501c3. And they have some wonderful information that you could find very useful there. You can go to metaphysics.com for that information and also to get the book I'm going to be talking about today, which is Dr. Master's book. Uh, It's a beautiful book that just came out. It's available at metaphysics.com and also on Amazon. And uh, the book is called Spiritual Mind Power Affirmations. Dr. Masters was the founder of the University of Metaphysics, and he uh, was the beginning teacher for many people on meditation as well. Um, I'll be talking today about some of the key affirmations that he used And there's something very special about these affirmations. These are powerful affirmations that come from seed thoughts that contain some very, very useful information about a subject most people involved in meditation for any length of time or in any kind of spiritual work know about. But it's worth taking time to get into and dive deep into the topic of the presence we're going to be talking about the, the presence today in quite a bit of depth. Um, if you have the book, Spiritual Mind Power Affirmations, you can go to page 22 where these affirmations come from. We'll go um, down the list of experiencing God's presence with the first affirmation, which is mystical experience. I understand that mystical experience is the actual direct extrasensory experience of universal God consciousness, light in oneness with and to the exclusion of all else, yet in merger with all. Now, that's a very interesting statement, isn't it? It's, okay, let's just start with the end. In merger with all. Well, of course, when you have any mystical experience, you're merging with God. And that what is that's what you have when you have a person, a body, mind, um, even soul, connecting in meditation to the one source. That is a mystical experience. Now, there's all kinds of levels of mystical experiences that you can have. And that depends how much time you really are willing to be opened to that God consciousness. So when Dr. Masters says here, um, it's the actual direct extrasensory experience of universal God consciousness, um, light in oneness with and to the exclusion of all else. Let's take that statement, exclusion of all else. In other words, you're not being polluted by extra distractions, mm, filtered energy. Um, You are in just a very clear, open, receptive state to God consciousness, which takes the elements of both being receptive and able to receive, which means having a space within you to let that presence come in and to connect with God consciousness, and at the same time, wishing and having the intention to connect with God consciousness. So you have a two-way street here, and they both have to be open. Your intention and willingness to connect with God consciousness and your receptiveness and openness to be at one with 
to the exclusion of all else, one with God consciousness. Um, there's a lot of depth in just that statement of the first affirmation of experiencing God's presence. The next affirmation is possibility. I understand that it is possible for anyone to have mystical experience, but that it is God's presence that chooses when and that it could be me. Um, So here we have, again, another clue about God's presence. Now, anyone can have that mystical experience. In fact, there are stories of many people who all of a sudden just have cosmic consciousness and don't understand until they're actually touched by the hand of God. We're going to go quite a bit into what that God presence really is. But it certainly helps if you are open and receptive to it. But the saying here that God's presence is the power and has the power to choose when, you can connect to it. So, number one, in all of these teachings, meditation is key. And that is where you can become clear and try every morning to just be yourself. In fact, I want to take the words try away. In meditation, you shouldn't be trying. You should be just being. And you should be just being present. And when you are present, you can feel the presence. However, there's many keys and there's clues and there's shortcuts. There's so many ways that people have indeed practiced that they say is the way to that presence. Um, I will talk about that in a poem I wrote saying how you can't really seduce God's presence. You can light a candle, you can light the incense, you can play the music. Um, You can do a lot of things that will lift you, but to really be in that presence, there is a gift and a blessing to that experience. The next one's on mystics. I understand that people down through the ages who have had direct mystical experience of God's presence are known as mystics. Now, this is an interesting one because um, mysticism used to be almost a Oh, it still is in some places a very confusing word. Some people think it's um, black magic. Some people think it's occultism. Um, but if you really read back through even the Christian history, many of the wonderful books written hundreds of years ago were by Christian mystics. There's a long line of wonderful Christian mystics, who most of them now are saints in the Catholic tradition, um, that had that connection with God. Um, But here we are in this day and age, and we're not practicing, most of us, in uh, a nunnery or in in a a church, you know. we're, We're involved in our everyday lives, and yet we can still have that title of being a mystic if we do connect with God. And I have been very, very consciously using that term. In fact, this whole show is called Mystical Perspectives. Because, yes, I had that one connection with God, and I still connect with God every day. But when you have that enlightenment experience, the cosmic consciousness, uh, where you really truly merge and become one with God, it truly changes your whole perception of life. Your whole perspective is changed. Instead of you trying to connect with God or being open to connect with God, you are 
God and yourself, and you see it is indeed one, and you see the whole world is really being in that flow of God's presence. That mystical experience um, happens to many people now, but um, a lot of them just stop at that. Life goes on after a mystical union with God. Life goes on, life goes on after enlightenment, um, because you have maintenance and you have so much to do to put it to work in your everyday life. You may have a very high being in your soul that can connect with God. You may be an old soul, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're great of your everyday life. And that's where practical mysticism comes in. Um, the next one's priority. I understand that the direct mystical experience of God's presence is far more possible if I make such an experience the number one priority in my life. I think here of Paramahansa Yogananda, um, who actually did a book called Metaphysical um, Meditations uh, many, many, many years ago, and he was really a, a wonderful teacher. And he has a beautiful place called the Lake Shrine. Uh, it's in uh, Los Angeles, just off uh, Sunset Boulevard near the beach. And he has some of the uh, the quotes from uh, Paramahansa there along the lake and the path. And uh, there's one that I that I love that's there, which is everything else can wait, but our search for God cannot wait. Um, and that's the priority here. That the priority of um, number one, you know, getting up in the morning and meditating, um, reading, um, being inspired, uh, following the path, but at the same time, walking the path with your everyday experiences teaching you how you can learn better to put it into action. It's, um, it's a huge, huge task. And I'll tell you something, it doesn't end. We're all, every one of us, learning all the time, every day. Dr. Masters was, I am, we all are learning um, how to best use that connection to God. Uh, the next one's ego. I understand that the only thing that is between me and direct mystical experience of God's presence is personal ego energy controlling my awareness and, hence, will do all possible to reduce or eliminate its influence in my consciousness. Well, this is, again, a great key here. The only thing that is between me and direct mystical experience of God's presence is the personal ego energy. Yet here we are living our everyday lives. Um, we're working, a lot of us, most of us, and doing what we have to do to uh, uh, work in, in our lives. Some of us love our work. Some do it just to be able to um, get to some bigger, deeper goal. But that the ego that can come up with in our daily lives cannot be an obstruction uh, and cannot get in the way of the influence of the consciousness of Christ and God that God presence has to be of a priority and the ego has to take the back seat. And yes, the ego will always um, try to be there in its own way. The ego is present as well. And fighting with the ego is an interesting thing. Sometimes it just increases our attention to the ego. Um, I, I still like sometimes when I'm getting deep into it, it says, get the behind me, Satan. Um, to me, the ego is the closest thing to Satan, but... Um, and I know it's a tool, and then once you accept it and it's there, um, you just go beyond it and turn it all over to God and connect with God. 
easier said than done, but we will get challenged. We get challenged many, many times, um, sometimes many times in a week um, by ego situations. And all of those challenges make us stronger and more clear in our intention to be with God. Uh, Oneness. Every day I declare that the only true, ultimate life that is in my body is God's life, spirit, mind, presence. Um, I'll repeat that. Every day I declare that the only true, ultimate life that is in my body is God's life, spirit, mind, presence. That's the true, ultimate life that is in my body. Um, That is what is there. The rest is um, the dream, the maya, the illusion. And it's so easy to get... um, it's very believable. It's one of those dreams you can easily believe in, <laughs> the maya and the illusion. Um, and sometimes the dream's good, and sometimes the dream's a nightmare. Sometimes it's easier to wake when the dream's a nightmare, and that's why we have some more challenges in our, in our lives, I believe. Um, but the true ultimate life is in um, our life, is the God's life, that spirit presence there. Uh, individualized expression Daily, I recognize that I am an individualized expression of God's spirit mind presence. I repeat that. Daily, I recognize that I am an individualized expression of God's spirit mind presence. So again, that goes back to, um, I keep this book, Spiritual Mind Power Affirmations, um, by Dr. Masters at my altar. And it's good to pick it up and read it in the morning. When you plant these seeds that are powerful uh, seeds within your mind, it helps to let them grow, and they are fed by the energy of God. And as you recognize that you are the individualized expression of God's spirit mind presence, you honor that source from which this individual expression comes. Um, We are all part of the expression of God in so many infinite ways, Um, it's always great to know and remember that we can turn back to that source. And we will return to that source when we leave this body. The soul's purpose as an individualized expression of God, my purpose for being created is, in fact, God's purpose. I'll repeat that one. As an individualized expression of God, my purpose for being created is, in fact, God's purpose. Um, And then that is always reminding us how we remember our purpose, that there is a plan. And that plan has in each of us some way of being fulfilled. And that is God's purpose for us. Our soul knows our true purpose. And we will be, if we are asked in following God's will, we'll find our purpose. For some people, they know it right away. They know it very quickly. For others, it could take a lifetime. Um, But you have to always return to the soul's purpose, which is alive in you and is why, in fact, that you are here on this planet Earth. And the last one here is meditation. By living my life in my mind with an awareness of the previous affirmations, my conscious mind is in tune with, ready to receive, and mystically experiencing God's presence. I'll repeat that. By living my life in my mind with an awareness of the previous affirmations, my conscious mind is in tune with, 
ready to receive and mystically experience God's presence. Now, that goes into what affirmations are and why they're there. You are when you're saying prayers and when you're reading affirmations and when you're speaking affirmations. You are setting the groundwork, a vibratory field of energy, which is very powerful. Um, I always like to read the affirmations and then go into a prayer. And after the prayer, go into a meditation and a visualization, which I'll do now. This is one I wrote after um, meditating on these. It's called A Prayer for the Holy Presence. So all-encompassing is this breath of life. So welcoming, this heart of God. So enlightened is this spirit that embraces me with love. Is it even possible to behold all that comes to me with the many blessings that this precious presence brings? Awaken, awaken dreamers to the expansion of your mind. Open your heart and soul and see what's waiting deep inside. Welcome the holy presence and the light and the miracles that come from Father, Mother, God, and the Blessed Divine Son. Let your prayers sing praises that the angels hear. Let their wings enfold you as they watch over you while you're here. Let your words ring forth the light of God's true love so you can share the truth of truths, the healing power of light and love. So what is this presence we're talking about? This could be a subject to meditate on for a lifetime. Can you feel the presence? Ah, yes. If you stop and go into meditation, you can feel the presence. And the more you become sensitive, the more you become aware of that presence. It's invisible but full of this amazing energy. The Holy Spirit is the presence of God himself. Now, the Holy Spirit and the presence are two interesting things that often can get mixed up and confused. There is the presence and there is the Holy Spirit. The presence of God is the central goal in God's redemptive mission. All of God's work ends with the Lord dwelling within us. The presence of God is not only an objective, it's also the means by which we feel that redemption and which we're fulfilled with our purpose. David proclaimed, In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now when we get past all those exterior, uh, we call them distractions, and peripheral issues that come to us, if we get past that periphery, that is all that there is at the heart and the core of each person, all that really matters, that presence, that God within, the one that gives us our light and our love and our purpose. Describing the presence of the Spirit is hard to do right. It's usually probably best to stick with what matters most, that the Spirit is doing with us here, in this time and place, the gift of being 
the gift of Christ in that message that we are indeed all one, that we can become that Christ consciousness. Spirit's primary job is to bring us closer to the presence. And Spirit works in very interesting, mysterious ways. Now, how does the presence and the Holy Spirit compare? The difference between the manifest presence of the Holy Spirit and God's omnipresence is that God's omnipresence is always there. In other words, we are always one with God. We are not always aware that we are one with God. This is the when we get individualized and in our ego. Despite the fact that we cannot always feel it, we are one with God. In other words, God's presence is everywhere at all times, always with us. Whether you believe it or not, <laughs> you're still alive with that presence in you. Likewise, his Holy Spirit indwells. The Holy Spirit is that part of God's Spirit that manifests his presence and conveys it to men's soul. It carries that gift. It's the vehicle that God can come to you in. It's his vehicle of divine love and divine light and the highest vibration, the highest energy, and the most holy of gifts. Um, and the largest of blessings is that Holy Spirit that can come and be with you. So the presence of God is within. It is in every living being, but we're mostly not aware of it. So when you see a beautiful sunrise or a sunset, or when you hear something magical happen, um, you hear a story, you get inspired, you see a movie, that's all triggers and an expression of God. I wrote this this morning. How do you feel the presence can you visualize what the unseen spirit is? Can you seduce it to be with you with incense and a candle lit, a poem of love to write, or by praying it into your life? Or is it blocked by these transparent questions that spin in the mind? Can you hold the sacred chalice high up to heaven's shore to find that fountain that brings the eternal light? Can you be baptized in its holy waters and bring bring in that eternal life. There is this magic of spirit, that invisible presence of the masters alive here. And when you feel it with you, you know you're not alone when its blessings appear. For it whispers in the wind and it dances in the clouds. It can be seen in many places, but not in the mirrors, but in definitely the beauty of nature's shroud. I greet the presence and welcome the mysteries of its familiarity, and I, although sometimes I'm not sure how to embrace it as I trace it into my reality. Is it the muse of all the muses? Is it the prayer that's unheard? Is it the last breath you breathe that can finally set you free? All I know is the love it infuses with that spark of mystic light, leads us ever onwards to see the shadow of God with the holy breath that will set us into eternal life. The presence works in many, many mysterious ways. It's got an infinite amount of ways it works, but let's go into a meditation that brings it a little closer to us. 
Relax and sit erect and go within and breathe deeply. Make space for that presence to be with you right now. Breathe into that place that's the center of the light of the presence and ask that presence to be with you. Breathe it in. Welcome the Holy Presence and the miracles that come with that presence from Father, Mother, God. Absorb the love of this divine presence. Feel it with each breath. You are being filled with that presence of light from the soul's life. Be aware of any energy that changes, any feeling, any shift, and know that you can just be still and open up to that presence. In each heartbeat, there is this eternal presence here. Let the presence take root in your heart and your soul. Breathe in the fragrance of the presence and let go. Feel and see the blossoming of the presence in your heart and soul. For your heart and your soul are fed by the presence. Feel it growing so that you know that love is healing the deepest places in you. It is awakening you to the light of the one. The soul knows the presence and is eternally in tune with it. Be in tune with that presence now. Feel its vibrations change and align you to the presence and the energy behind the presence. Ask for that presence to be with you now and always. Merge with the presence. Feel it hold you and embrace you and give you love. Connect with the source of all with this presence and know you are the blossoms of the petals of the presence. The presence is a blessing indeed. Now slowly come out of the meditation and know that you can always use this to go into that energy of the presence. We'll do a short visualization with the presence now. See yourself holding forth that empty chalice I was talking about earlier. Actually see yourself in a field of light holding this empty chalice up to the one light of heaven. See it radiating with that holy light. Lift that chalice up to God and ask for that sacred presence to illuminate your life. And now see that brilliant light of God's energy, his presence pouring into the chalice. And that chalice now pours forth that love and light into your soul. See it coming down and pouring through your heart chakra and into your mind and bathing and charging all of your cells of your energy and your brain into your heart, filling it with Christ's presence right here and now. Be receptive and allow that light and love to transform you with the presence. Be that presence. That pure light is the way, the truth, and the life. And it overcomes the darkness so you can allow Christ's love to be present in the presence of your heart and mind eternally. With the pure power from the source, we let God guide us every single day. And we hold up the holy chalice 
and we drink the nectar of that sweet wine, and we become the love of God, the fruit of heaven's vine. The presence is a deep, deep subject, so meditate on the presence, be with the presence, uh, write about the presence, act with the energy of the presence, and turn it all over to God's will to guide you to that presence. Again, this was from um, based on the book that Dr. Masters wrote, a lovely book, um, Spiritual Mind Power Affirmations, available at metaphysics.com. Metaphysics.com, you can get them there. Father, Mother of the Cosmos, shimmering light of all, focus your light within us as we breathe your holy breath. Enter the sanctuary of our hearts, uniting within us the sacred rays of your power and beauty. Let your heart's desire unite heaven and earth through our sacred union. Help us fulfill what lies within the circle of our lives today. Forgive our secret fears as we freely choose to forgive the secret fears of others. Let us not enter forgetfulness, tempted by false appearances. For from your astonishing fire comes the eternal song, which sanctifies all, renewed eternally in our lives and throughout creation. We seal these words in our hearts, committed in trust and faith. Amen. Amama, Amama, Uanoa. The prayer is freed.